Bush and Ridgie here with your Daily Takeaway podcast. This is a big show because you're going to hear the first Toasty Tuesday of 2024, uh, which is an amazing thing. Speaking of eating, and this is something that came up when we had our interview with James May the other day as well. Uh, I don't know about you, but my stomach is definitely noisier than it's ever been. It's just started <laughs> piping up. Do you remember William Burroughs' book, The Naked Lunch? That, that um, book. You you read more than I do, so I'm going to have to be honest and say no. There's a weird story in there about a man, and this is a fictional thing, obviously, about a man whose bum starts talking. Okay. Okay. And right. then at first it was quite funny, and then the bum starts interrupting him when he's like telling jokes in front of his friends or yeah. at dinner and all that kind of thing. And I feel like my, my stomach is a similar thing where it's become sentient. At first, what started off as just kind of a background rumble it was almost like trying to ask questions to James May ahead of me being able to open my mouth the other day. <laughs> so what do you do with a rumbly tummy? Well, I, it, it can mean one of two things. Right. I, I do actually know a little bit about rumbly tummies. So rumbly, I, that's a technical term. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, at the end of this episode, I'll tell you the two things that you can do when you hear your t- stomach rumble. Oh, OK, right, to, to cease it. Cease it, yes. Oh, I have to hear what this is. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. A massive thank you uh, for people from yesterday's show who've sent in advice and help about uh, Jelly Mountain. Uh, Jelly Mountain being the giant inflatable uh, mountain at the Kids Kingdom soft play near us in South End that I've been to a few times but been able, uh, unable up until this point to try and climb to the top of it. I plan to try and scale it on Thursday and I'll take your advice on board. Uh, one thing that I hadn't kind of factored in uh, was the chance of possible personal injury. <laughs> and the reason I just hadn't thought about it, I thought I would try and get to the top, just do, do the best I can. Uh, the, Gary, who's on the line right now is the reason why this has popped into my head because he sent us a, a, a fairly interesting photo of a part of his body during the show yesterday and he's on the line right now. Gary, tell everyone what happened to you then. I tried to conquer Jelly Mountain at Kids Kingdom in South End and in a state of a bit of inebriation <laughs> and uh, had a quite a tumble and proceeded to break my ankle. When wow. you say um, when you say a bit of inebriation, how are you in a kids indoor soft play in that state. Exactly what the judge asked him. Uh, well, I believe it was someone's adult birthday party. They had hired it thinking it was a good idea. Oh, wow. And, so yeah. you, can, you can hire Jelly Mountain, this incredible inflatable structure, what, to have a load of drinks with your mates and then try and climb up it? Pretty much, yeah. That's, like, that's that. flabbergasted. <laughs> I'm absolutely flabbergasted. Wow. Looking, looking back now, like bordering on 40, looking back now in my mid-20s, even I think it's a stupid idea. <laughs> and you broke your ankle. So what, aside from having to wait for your ankle to heal, how did this affect sort of work or your, your five-a-side career? <laughs> well, it still hurts to this day, to be honest. And it was a good 15 years ago. Wow, so 15 years on, Jelly Mountain is still in your thoughts every day because of this hurting <laughs> ankle. Talk us through, because we, we had a lot of chat on yesterday's show about a technique of trying to run up or, or conquer Jelly Mountain. What, what did you do and how did the accident happen? So I was running up, I believe it, one of the edges, like one of the corners. Right. Uh, and I, someone, I believe, tried to do a rock bottom or a stone called Steve Austin stunner while I reached the top uh, and proceeded to fall. And that's how it all happened. But the corner seems to be the way to go. Oh, well, you're, you're the person to give the advice, are you, uh, Gary? <laughs> yes.
This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Philip says, I smashed my shin off a metal platform whilst expertly, or not in brackets, swinging across a set of monkey bars in the local park uh, with my kids absolutely wetting themselves. <laughs> Laughing hurt more than the bruise itself. Keep them coming in at 8, 12, 15. Exercise carefully, kids. If your New Year's resolution is to get fit in 2024, we have the soundtrack Absolute Radio Workout. It's our brand new premium station. Big anthems to motivate you on your jog walk or in the gym. Uh, even better, you can try out Absolute Radio's workout on all our premium stations for free. That's ten more stations and no ad breaks for three months on any Absolute Radio station. You can head to absoluteradio.co.uk enter the code January and you won't pay until April when it's three ninety nine a month. Terms apply. Uh, Claret says on Twitter one Christmas on the ale with family and friends I found one of these discarded by the roadside and he's included a photo you know those little mini kids kind of bike trikes you sit in the cockpit mm-hmm. with little tiny wheels plastic things uh, he says decided to ride it from <laughs> decided to ride it from pub to pub <laughs> Uh, or go and find so I decided to ride it down a subway cue dislocated hip and six <laughs> weeks in hospital over Christmas holidays four of them in traction <laughs> that's horrendous I mean how, how annoyed his other half would be <laughs> understandably so yes uh, Mike says dislocated my shoulder on an inflatable obstacle course in a swimming pool at a child's birthday party <laughs> Ruin the party, to be honest, but everyone still talks about it ten years later. Very humbling, very humbling indeed. We've got Liam on the line. Liam, tell everyone what happened to you. Uh, I knocked my best mate's front teeth out. We were about 18, 19 at the time. We just had a couple of beers in the pub, coming home, summer's night, sat on the seesaw in the kids' play park. It was one of them ones with springs on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, we sat there just chatting and I swing back on it and... I slipped off the back of it, and he slipped forward, and the seesaw slipped forward, and it smashed him in the teeth, knocked his two front teeth out. Well, to run home, and the we best advice we were given was go and get a cup of milk, one of his tooth taken, and the other one is now a permanent screwing. Get a cup of milk? Yes, apparently if you knock a tooth out and you pour it in a couple of milk, it'll keep it alive for a couple more hours till you get to an emergency dentist. Wow, we wow. can save that for mind blown next week. That's what an amazing incredible. fact that is. Incredible. That's what we were told. And you guys are <laughs> st- still mates now, and you can you yeah, can yeah, look at him and mate, uh, yeah, 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 see yeah. see that night from many years back. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, still a bone of contention when he smiles. <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Daily uh, a cold Tuesday night, so we need some warming food inside us. It's a welcome return after six on the show of Toasty Tuesday. Uh, this is where we try new toasty concoctions for you. We'll report back, and if they're good, then you can try them without the risk. Uh, a big thank you. We put this on social media a bit earlier on. We've had a lot of people coming back in with, with recipe suggestions. Hi to Jack Vale, who says, uh, what about cheddar, green pesto, sliced onion and oregano? Lost me slightly at onion, but the cheddar and the pesto together, I've never done that in a toasty, and that sounds fantastic. That's going in the book. Good one. Uh, Chiara's, uh, this is a bit sweeter, but I like the sound of it. Nutella and peanut butter works best, in brackets, with sliced brioche. Oh, that's amazing. That sounds fantastic. I think we kind of, at the tail end of doing this last year, we discovered the whole kind of sweet side of things. Yes. So we won't rule that out at all, but all of these are fantastic. You can come in. This is The Daily Takeaway. And Mark says, wait till your kids go on to Go Ape. And my boy was just tall enough to go on the easy one, but I had to go on it with him. After bending at 90 degrees for most of it, with netting everywhere, I then had to go down the zip wire that 
isn't built for my weight, and there were wood chippings all over the place. <laughs> Bless him. Things parents do for their kids, huh? Uh, now, Susie's hanging on. This is an interesting one. Went to uh, went to one in Spain with her daughter, but has uh, still managed to injure herself. So, uh, Susie, explain what's happened then. Well, I went in, I paid for us, and then she ran off and they said, oh, you haven't got socks on. So I had to buy socks, and by the time I turned around, she disappeared. And then I found her, so I told her to stay, but she didn't. She shot down the chute, so I went down after her, but I had a denim skirt on, so it rolled up. And I ended up having friction burns in my undercarriage, shall we say. <laughs> undercarriage. <laughs> Cracking use of undercarriage for 2024. <laughs> then, as I say, she didn't move out of the way when we got to the bottom. So I tried to sort of approach her and tried to scoop her into my arms, but I ended up smacking my face off the back of her head. <laughs> what, worse worse. what was worse, the, the cut-up <laughs> face or the burnt undercarriage, madam? I don't know, I think it was a bit of both. But the good thing is, the good thing about the ones in Spain is they always have bars in them. Right. So my mum and dad had sort of, they was kind of, there was a supermarket sort of in the same area, so they said, right, we're just going to pop off for ten minutes and we'll come back. So they came back to find me with a fat lip, not being able to walk pro- properly. But as they did, they probably took me to the bar and a couple of Ginter de Veranos later, and I, and I felt a lot better. I'd love to, just thinking about how you would deal with explaining to people you had a burnt backside. <laughs> it's quite, it's a tough explain at work, isn't it, that? I think, I wasn't, my husband wasn't even with me, so I arrived home with, like, scabs. Oh, no, oh, scab it over now. I think we need to end this call. Um, <laughs> good to talk to you. Thank you. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Uh, so it's a happy birthday uh, to Kim Jong-un, uh, the mysterious leader of North Korea. Oh, happy birthday. How's he doing? Uh, well, it appears to be a big birthday for him. Uh, it's his 40th birthday or indeed, is it? Uh, because Kim Jong-un's birthday appears to be uh, mired in mystery. No one truly knows what day it is. OK. Uh, the only reason that people seem to be thinking that it's the 8th of January is because once upon a time, Dennis Rodman sang happy birthday to him because they had this bizarre friendship. Uh, and then also President Trump um, wished him happy birthday. All the good they, guys. All the good guys, because they, they kind of got on. Yeah. Um, so that's... The those two theories, but then also nobody actually knows what year he was born. Even if you look at his Wikipedia entry, it says he might have been born in uh, 1982 or 83 or indeed 84. So he's like a dictator Roger Miller from the football. <laughs> it's pretty much no, so. No one's certain. Uh, but he was seen out and about yesterday, uh, so people were thinking, oh, well, maybe this is a birthday thing, because he's not seen out and about that often and was pictured yesterday on a lovely family event uh, taking his daughter out, oh. uh, leading to even more credibility that it was his 40th birthday. And what did he choose to do on his 40th birthday? Yes, a family outing to a chicken farm. Oh, I thought you could say, like, <laughs> what, he's going to Wimpy or no, no. What, Kid's Kingdom. No, Is there a it's... North Korean version of Kid's Kingdom? <laughs> no, he's uh, doing... Trying to go up Jelly Mountain. One of, uh, you know how he loves being pictured pointing at things? Loves well, point. he's just out visiting a chicken farm, pointing at lots of chickens. I want to see if he's wearing them trousers. you seen the trousers he's got? I've never seen anything like it before in my life. Uh, unfortunately, you can't oh. see his trousers and waistband because he's got a very warm coat on because it's rather cold over there at the moment. What a miserable birthday. Well, I mean... Maybe he loves chickens, and I'm it. being harsh, but I can't think of a worse birthday than going to visit a chicken farm. I mean, I don't know what he does with the chickens, like whether he like, pets them or... I don't like petting... You know when people go to local city farms or farms? <laughs> 
I hate that, like getting a rough tongue of a donkey on your hand when you're trying to feed it stuff. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what he does with the chickens, but I don't like the whole pet the animals thing. Terrible birthday. I think the worst birthday I ever had was my 19th at university because it was close to moving out of the particular house we were in at the time and I was trying to crush crush a cardboard box ready for us <laughs> to leave this rented property and I fell through the front door and had to go to A&E and the rest of my housemates went out and celebrated my birthday without me. That's horrendous. That's up there with a the chicken coop. It's up there with a the chicken coop, but not quite. A lot of people have been shouting, saying that they've had worse birthdays than Kim Jong-un's trip to a chicken factory uh, for his <laughs> 40th birthday <laughs> yesterday. Uh, Niles slammed my head in a car door on my 10th birthday. That wasn't a great one. Uh, there's been a lot of injuries in today's show, isn't there? Uh, Gemma says, in my teens, wanted a fondue party. My mum organised it all. Unfortunately, after my friends arrived, I became ill and was sick. Wow. Nobody fancied fondue after that. These may have ruined fondue for me as well actually and then Ridge has tweeted us with one of the most unusual reactions to this story and, and how you feel about it he says wow I've just turned 40 and whilst I think I'm doing okay this guy's worked hard and is now the in, uh, leader of an entire nation motivation for me to try harder I've never had Kim Jong-un down as a motivational character no all working hard thank you this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway and uh, now it's not just any old Tuesday because in one hour's time we'll be firing up the Breville uh, for the first time in 2020 as Toasty Tuesday returns. Now, we say that, but let's be honest, in this room right here now, the Breville is in our marketing cupboard, and we're not, we haven't seen it this year. Who's going to nick a Toasty? Well, do you know what? This, this office, you'd be surprised what goes walkabout, so let's just see what happens after six. I'm worried now, Imagine because that. I'm starting to get hungry knowing that after six o'clock we will be toasting stuff, and I'm really excited about that, particularly with some of the suggestions that are coming through. But you're now casting this spectre of theft, and that's horrendous. Well, it just might not be there. I just want to prepare the audience for it. Uh, David is suggesting crispy bacon, oh. chopped up chipolata, and cheese with Rioja. That is, that is next level. Isn't that That's amazing? Little drops of Rioja in it. Sounds like something Kim Jong-un might have for his <laughs> birthday. Uh, Nick says, Dairy slices times two, crunchy peanut butter, and a dash of Tabasco. Oh, yeah, I'm having that. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. The noise of the past. <laughs> It's Bush and Richie's Sound of the Decades. Absolute Radio 60s. Uh, this one in particular has been getting under people's skin. I've, I've had a load of texts from friends in that last song. It's winding people up because they reckon they know what it is. A mystery sound from a different decade each time, celebrating the fact it's one home time show, nine different playlists. Uh, we are stuck in the 60s, and this is the sound effect you need to guess. But what is it? Been stuck there for 24 hours. It's uh, not a long time so far. Uh, enough for the prize pot, literally, uh, to be the side absolute radio mug <laughs> uh, with a bounty bar and now a Haribo inside as well. And playing for it today uh, is James. How are you, James? How are you doing, James? You all right? Yeah, we're good, man. What have you been doing today? Oh, working. Fibre pulling. Fibre pulling? Better not be a euphemism, James, <laughs> otherwise you're not allowed back on. No, no. <laughs> what fibres have you been pulling? Um, ultra-fast private broadband. Oh, everyone's favourite. Do you get to have a go in that little uh, cupboard that's at the end of people's streets with loads of silly, messy wires in there and you get a little stool to sit down on? Oh, yes, yeah. Why is it such a mess yeah. in there? You think it's, it's 2024? Oh, it's just uh, many people enter, enter them cabs, so uh, no-one likes to keep them nice and tidy. Uh, I've got a bit of an OCD, so uh, yeah, I have to try and like tidy it up every time I'm in there. I'd be tempted to sit down on those things. Right, we need a proper clear out. 
Get it all organised. Do you know what I mean? Vacuum pack it and put it away for the winter. And a whole close of people come out and shout at you and go, hey, but you're going to get a tidy cab, all right? Yeah, just it'll be worth Pipe it in down. the end. Yeah. Uh, now, James, what is your absolute radio station of choice uh, that you lo- choose to listen to Home Time on before we uh, take your guests? Uh, it's the main station. Absolute Radio Main. Absolute Radio Main, okay. Uh, It's the 60s that we are in for this particular sound, James. Let's have a listen at what you're going to guess. What is it? Rotary Telephone. Ah, now I guess with your line of work, this this is a familiar sound for you as you're patching people through like the 1950s on an exchange. Reminds me of the parents' telephone. Not going to get many people using a rotary phone on the uh, ultra-fast <laughs> fibre, but... Worth <laughs> so a go. Let's, let's see whether this is getting you the uh, the signed Absolute Radio mug and the bounty in the Haribo. You're a winner, oh. and you've won. Yes. Get in and be dead embarrassing if you lost that and got that one wrong, wouldn't it, James? That would be, yeah. I wouldn't be able to hold my head up at work tomorrow. It was indeed the old-fashioned landline from back in the day when you dialed... I, I miss those days where you used to dial the number with your finger. They were so, they were so good then. Yes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and you you remembered people's phone numbers as well as a result. Good, good old-fashioned... Although I can't recall it now, I'm sure somewhere in my brain is my old, my first ever landline number. Do you know your first ever landline number? Yeah, yeah, 504-713. I like this the way you answer as well. 514-703. <laughs> Klondike 454. Uh, congratulations, James. Uh, you will be winning... Uh, well, you have won it. You will be receiving it in due course. Uh, absolute 80s. No, it's not 70s, isn't it? My maths 70s. is so bad. It's not even maths. <laughs> Where will we go with 70s? A three-day working week and asbestos in the loft. Let's find out. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. As you can hear, we've still got it. It's a Tuesday night. It's home time with Bush and Richie here on Absolute Radio. Time for this. Yes, Toasty Tuesday returns 2024, home time style. What is Toasty Tuesday? Well, every Tuesday we toast things. Uh, we have uh, we have a Breville in the studio and we're not afraid to use it. Uh, but we don't just do things just like cheese and that's it, all right, a toasted sandwich. We are adventurers. We explore new things that could be toasted in the toasting machine and you help us with those ingredients. It's a mansion like... Like Star Trek, but instead of the, the, the Enterprise, it's a breville. It's exactly that. It's exactly and the that. thing is, we do the tasting so you don't have to. That's right, my friends. Live cooking on this show. Uh, and we always go with your recipe suggestions. We've got a belter to kick us off for 2024. On the line right now, we have Adam. Adam, tell us about the recipe for toasting that you would like to see made. Uh, the, the ham, cheese, brown sauce and pepper. Ham, cheese, brown sauce and pepper. Fantastic combination. Is this a regular for you? Did you invent this? I used to have it as a sandwich a lot, and then I put it in a toaster, and I thought that's really nice. And then people say it's disgusting. Ah, well, <laughs> that's an interesting piece of information because we looked at it and kind of thought, "Oh, we'll give that a go." It's, it's a controversial toasty. We're going to start them with in 2024. Is that what you're saying, Adam? Yeah, I think so. It's made the transformation from standard sandwich to toasted, and it gets us back going again. Can't wait to try it. Thanks, fella. Yeah, no worries. Have fun. Cool. Right. Well, these are all staples that, thankfully, we do have in the fridge here. Do you like brown sauce? What's your view on brown sauce? It's not something that I would necessarily have um, in a BAP. Uh, However, I'm hoping that toasted, it'll be all right. Uh, So, Adam has given us uh, the first one of the returned Toasty Tuesday, uh, which is ham, cheese, brown sauce and pepper. Uh, We have all the ingredients uh, here in the studio, uh, but the most important thing, first of all, that I'm doing right now is uh, buttering uh, with lashings of butter. Yes. The back of 
the uh, slices of bread. So, I mean, ham and cheese work really well together. We know that. Yeah. Uh, pepper goes well on pretty much everything. We know that. I yeah. guess the kind of dark horse of this competition is the brown sauce that's going in there. What is brown sauce as I cut cheese? Do you know what? I don't, I don't 100% know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's got to be a bit of vinegar in there, surely, Should I be. would imagine. But, I mean, we're having, we're having Daddy's brand sauce this evening, and I don't mean my father, <laughs> I mean <laughs> the brand. I've had that recently because I'm a big brand sauce fan, yeah. and it's, it's, it's got a real fruity kick to it. So you're a real fan of something that you don't know actually what it is. I find that really weird. You wouldn't believe how many things I eat that I don't know what's in there. <laughs> my, my way of approaching it is not asking. Uh, Being this... a big a big fan of black pudding. <laughs> this is a really blunt knife that I've been given here. Oh, but, my word. As you well know, uh, we, the radio station is leaving this building in the next month or two's time, so yeah. it's like, a little bit like the fall of Rome. There's a lot of stuff missing. I stirred our tea earlier on with a knife. So the fact that you actually found one to yeah. cut this is amazing. <laughs> you are right now. Uh, Wafer-thin ham is going on. How many slices of ham? Uh, I've covered a slice of bread with cheese. Now, how many slices of wafer-thin ham do you want in there? How hammy do you want it to be? Uh, I'd go for two. It's generally right. a pretty hammy show. Fairly hammy show. Say. Two will be uh, good. Right, two's in there. Right, now, here's the thing. As a connoisseur, then, of Daddy's sauce, um, lashings off or go gentle? I'd go lashings off. All right, OK. Here we go, then. Lashes the sound off. effect of this will be good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's the good Ooh. stuff. Well okay. applied. Uh, thank you. And then, uh, finally, bit of... Pe- if you're listening to this... <laughs> oh, that pepper comes out! A lot of pepper's gone on there. Oh, this is going to be hot! If you're listening to this and you think you have a fantastic toasty recipe that we need to cook next week, oh. you know what to do. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Right, are we ready to put it on the breville? To the breville! This is the Daily Takeaway. Yeah, I'm back from the kitchen, back from the Breville. Uh, I have to report this one wept a lot in the uh, in the Breville. That's a nice phrase. <laughs> That's a nice phrase before you eat it. <laughs> Eating tears of brown however, sauce. However, however, I mean, have a look. I mean, they look... They look a good colour, don't they? If I was Paul Hollywood, I would say that's a lovely looking bake. Thank you very much. Lovely bake. Presented it nicely uh, on the plate. Uh, We've got got four portions here, so if you really like it, you can go back for a second. Brilliant. Well, let's do it. If you don't like it, there's some for our producers. (laughs) Throw in some scraps. Right, just... uh... Obviously, one of the issues with doing this feature is the heat that it comes out of the toaster... Uh, yeah. At, but you know, we'll bite through that and right. just get on with it for the sake of uh, for the sake of the home time show Serv- for you guys. Serviette for you as well. I can see the brown sauce already. That's a, that's a good start. As I said, swept quite a bit. Here we go. Right. Wow. Do you know what that is? That's something that dad would make for his kids. For his kids, if he doesn't know how to cook properly, I'd I'd make that. That is really good. That is really good. That's Saturday mornings. That's a cup of tea. That's maybe take the dog out for a walk. That's an absolute perfect, perfect start to 2024. Not getting much cheese. That could be because we bought a cheap, mild cheddar, but um, I'm not tasting much cheese. The, the the daddy sauce does argue its presence in there, doesn't it? It really does. It's got a good look to it. It feels like sat- a Saturday snack before we go out and do some chores. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's crying out for a cup of tea as well. Or a Sunday snack, having come back from playing Sunday League. Yes, exactly. So, listener Adam, what a fantastic recipe and a start for 2024. I'm, I'm going to give that four stars out of five for the first uh, Toasty Tuesday of 2024. I've gone back for a second bite, so I'd have to give it five. you got that cheese there now, have you? <laughs> He's found the cheese. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. 
Panorama wouldn't tackle brown sauce, would they? It's gone under their radar, hasn't it? <laughs> and it's there in plain sight. We've never even questioned it. Here's your brown sauce information, because that's what you listen to this show for. Can I just say, though, before you tell me what this is, right, this is one of the reasons why I said earlier on I don't, I don't like to know what I'm eating, which mm-hmm. is a terrible ethos, actually, when you think about it. It but is. Is he going to ruin brown sauce for me? No, well, I, I don't think so, no. OK, right, fine. I don't think so at all. Brown sauce, uh, first of all, some, some information that we all know. Brown sauce, a condiment commonly served in the United Kingdom and Ireland. That's it. That's it. Nowhere else in the world are they touching this stuff. <laughs> but it's weird, in, 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 our, in Scotland, they've got, like, you know, when we went to Edinburgh yeah. and, and chip shop sauce, it's kind of like brown sauce, but with, like, weird stuff in it. Exactly, a little bit different up there. So I wonder what they make of it in America. That must just blow their minds. The taste is either tart or sweet, with a peppery taste similar to that of Worcestershire sauce. Mm. Brown sauce is typically eaten with meals such as full breakfast, bacon sandwiches and chips. Now, look, we're, great, we're breaking new ground here because they don't even list that it's put inside a toasted sandwich. Well, if you are one of those people involved with Wikipedia, get involved now and adjust it. But what are the ingredients? Well, this is what's in your brown sauce. Tomatoes is your main ingredients. Yeah. Bit misleading, being that it's brown. Molasses. Okay. What are they? I think it's like sugar. Is it some kind of sugar from... Oh, well, I'll take that. I'm going to call it sugar from abroad. <laughs> uh, dates. What? Dates. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's like one of your five a day. Yeah. Because a date is a fruit, isn't it? And you want to make sure you don't eat too much of that then, because that'll go through you. Apples, because that's another one of your five a day. So brown sauce, that's two of your five a day. You could live off this, just suck it up like some form of those sachets. Tamarind, spices and vinegar. Do you know what? That is a more positive collection of ingredients than I was hoping for. (laughs) Walk tall on your way home tonight. I will. This is The Daily Takeaway. There's the show. Apologies if you might have heard my stomach rumbling right the way through. I've got a bit of a problem with it at the moment. But Richie, Dr Richie over there, uh, reckons he's got two ways to solve the problem of a rumbly tummy. Yes. So, the sound of your stomach rumbling is muscular. They are your stomach muscles. They are the only two muscles. uh, It's the only muscles in your body that you can hear with the human ear. Really? So, it is the sound of your stomach muscles either contracting... Or expanding, so the giving two, up. So the two, <laughs> so the two things that you can do to stop that sound is either eat because okay. your stomach is contracting and it's really hungry, or yeah. stop eating because you've eaten too much. Uh, do you reckon this might be a post? Because I've mentioned this to someone else the other day, but I feel like I'm almost going cold turkey because I got I got used to eating whatever I wanted any time during Christmas. Yep. And she announced what the, the stomach's complaining. That is absolutely what is going on. Your stomach, because you've stopped eating as much as you did over Christmas, your yeah. stomach is slowly contracting back in. So do I, I either play hardball and refuse to feed it mm-hmm. or just say have whatever you want <laughs> you're at a crossroads I'm... you've either got to keep not eating as much or go back to what you were eating over Christmas I don't know if I can be on the show tomorrow I've got a lot to think about <laughs>